You're invited to The Prom, the next Broadway in Chicago show at the Cadillac Palace Theater, playing for one week only, April 19th through 24th. This show is described as having a Jewish soul. The Prom is a musical comedy about big Broadway stars on a mission to change the world and the love they discover that unites them all. Okay, real talk. I saw this show on Broadway and was dancing in my seat the whole time when I wasn't crying. Okay, sometimes I was dancing and crying at the same time. The Prom makes you believe in musical comedy again and is so full of happiness that you think your heart is going to burst. Everyone deserves a chance to celebrate at the Cadillac Palace Theater for one week only, April 19th through 24th. And Mishkan Chicago gets a special discount code. The code is PARTY49 for $49 tickets, valid for April 19th and 20th, evening shows only, and the 21st in the orchestra, dress circle, and loge seating area. Again, PARTY49. So get tickets now at broadwayinchicago.com. Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan Chicago, and you're listening to what would be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week we read Parshat Tazria, She Who Gives Birth, where we enter a section of the Torah that I like to call the Ik cycle. We'll start with a brief recap. A woman who gives birth is considered ritually impure for a period of time and then has to immerse in a mikvah and bring a sacrifice to the temple. We also learn that a baby boy is supposed to be circumcised on the eighth day of life. Then we get into the ick. Anyone who is suspected of having tsara'at, a skin disease, must be seen by a priest because they're ritually impure. Tsara'at may present as a whitened skin discoloration and requires up to two weeks of quarantine. The Torah discusses what happens after those two weeks, the person is re-inspected and then declared pure or impure, what happens if the tsara'at spreads, if a raw skin appears, or if the whole body becomes covered in the rash. We also learn about tsara'at that appears where there was a wound or a burn, how to diagnose tsara'at in hairy areas of the body, and what to do if tsara'at appears in multiple areas of the body. The procedure for anyone found to have tsara'at is that they must be quarantined outside the city until it clears up, at which point they immerse in a mikvah and then they can rejoin society. We also learned about tsara'at which appears on clothing as a green or red discoloration, in which case the garment is quarantined. After the quarantine period, the garment is either declared pure, completely burnt, or the tsara'at part is cut out and burned. The end. So in this part of the Torah, I find myself wondering, why has the Torah turned into a medical textbook? The word Torah literally means instruction, but I thought that this was more of like a moral spiritual instruction than a medical one. Turns out, I'm not the only one with this question. The Italian commentator Sforno also has this question, though he phrases it slightly differently. He asks, why is the Torah spending so much time describing an ailment that medical textbooks don't cover? You might think that this type of affliction is common given the amount of time the Torah dedicates to describing it, but yet, I've never seen anything like this, he says. To which Sforno answers himself, oh, right, of course, because it's not actually about the medical aspect of tsarat. It is about the spiritual aspect of unwellness. So let's unpack that for a second. We read, in almost exhaustive, nauseating detail, about this crusty, oozy affliction that can affect anything from your skin to your clothing to the very walls of your house. So it would be understandable if we thought that the symptoms of this affliction were the thing we were supposed to pay attention to. But no, says Forno, the symptoms are a ruse. 
What the Torah really wants us to pay attention to, he says, is the spiritual malady for which physical symptoms are just the red flag. The oozing, crusting, molding appearance is about calling our attention to a spiritual malady to something about a person's spiritual, personal life that demands attention. That's why a priest is the designated person to take your tzara'at-related concerns, because the illness originates in a person's spiritual life. The surprising change in physical experience is just the physical alert system that something systemic needs attention. This, I think, happens to us all the time, in all sorts of forms. Have you ever burst into tears in frustration trying to open a jar of pickles? Or have you ever felt yourself seething with rage at a driver who cut you off in traffic? Have you ever watched a kid have a meltdown in the grocery store when their caregiver doesn't let them grab candy? I'm going to hazard a bet and say that none of these emotional responses are really about the thing itself. We don't usually cry over pickles, but we do cry over feeling frustrated or helpless. We do feel angry when something scary happens outside our control. We do protest when we feel we can't influence the world around us in ways we want to. So the pickle jar or the rude driver, the grocery store candy, it's like tsarat. It's the unpleasant moment that invites us to ask a much deeper question about what went wrong rather than just assume the problem is skin deep. So admittedly, getting tzara'at in the time of the Torah sounds deeply unpleasant. So I want to offer a blessing to a person who, in that time, woke up one day to find their skin changing appearance. I hope that that experience brought them to what they needed, a spiritual leader who paid close attention to them, who guided them through this confusing moment, reminded them that whatever deeper problem they face, they're not alone. And I hope that you too can find this kind of attention, when you feel yourself snap at something seemingly small and unexpected, I hope you take that moment to ask the deeper question, to investigate what really ails you. And I hope you always know that there are others to support you in these moments. See you next week.